Welcome to the Adventures After Teaching podcast. If you're an exhausted teacher, this is your place to find inspiration for a new career outside of the classroom. I'm your host, Joanne Howard, primary teacher turned burnout and career coach. I'll be interviewing lots of amazing ex-teachers about their career changes and helping you see how you can use your transferable skills to leave teaching. Welcome everybody. We're joined by Leanne Herring today, who's here to chat about her adventure after teaching into quite a portfolio career of educational publishing and a bit of voiceover work and self-publishing. And it all sounds very exciting. So thank you so much, Leanne, for coming to join us today. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So where were you, Leanne, then in the beginning? Were you primary, secondary? Can you talk to us about the journey out initially? Yeah, of course. So I was um, primary trained, um, mainly infant school. So I've mainly been with EYFS and Key Stage 1. So I was a primary school teacher for nearly 10 years. And um, I just found it wasn't the same job as it was when I first qualified. And I just felt like the lack of creative freedom, increasing micromanagement, jumping through hoops to please Ofsted and, and children just seen as data points was just becoming quite disheartening to me and again like many of us out there I just felt like the amount of hours I was putting in and the weekends and lots and lots of work I was doing it was never enough and I was slowly starting to to burn out and it was it was starting to affect my my drive my personality and even my marriage to a certain extent so I knew I, I I knew I had to change something before I resented the job altogether, a job which I, I used to absolutely adore. Yeah. And also on, on a more positive note as well, so it wasn't all doom and gloom, um, I wanted to to pursue other things and have the time and energy to do it as well. So um, I applied for a master's, which basically was to get me out of the profession. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of think about what I want to do, get some headspace. And as soon as I got my university placement, I handed my notice in. And that was in February 2020, before COVID even kicked off in this country. Um, and it kind of, and it went from there, really. So I had my initial plans of when I had my university place. And I was like, right, okay, um, that's fine. I'll go and work at some activity or holiday parks in the holidays. I'll do some tutoring. I'll be at uni full time anyway. And then COVID hit. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness. I, yeah. And then I, I changed directions. <laughs> so did you bit. still do the degree then? What was the degree in? The master's? I did. Um, it was in psycholinguistics. Wow. So initially, yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know what it was when I looked it up. So um, initially, <laughs> what, what is it then? Like, I say, wow, what is psycholinguistics? It's, it's basically um, the psychology of language and how we develop as humans and the reasons why we use language and infant development. It's it's really, it's really, really interesting. I loved it. And um, I ended up getting a distinction um, and it was lots of statistics and lots of research and things I'd never done in my life, never done. And I was very much coming out of teaching thinking, oh, I really want to go into speech and language. And the course, unfortunately, I couldn't afford because it was a couple of years out. But this one, I found a master's in psycholinguistics. I thought, oh, this is quite interesting. This might send me down the same the same path. So obviously I applied. I got on the course, handed my notice in thinking that was the direction I was going to go in. Yeah. So that um, that half term I'd handed my notice in that half term. I um, interviewed, auditioned for an activity park, um, got the job and they were like, we can give you work in the half term, Easter holidays, summer holidays. 
It's all amazing. That will give me a bit of money when I'm doing my course because I'll be at uni and signed up to a tutoring agency. Then as soon as lockdown hit and um, COVID hit, that job just went out the window. Mm. And I was literally like, oh, no, what am I going to do? I I haven't got a job. I've got a mortgage to pay. Um, You know, my husband's a teacher as well. And he was so supportive with me leaving teaching. But we realistically needed two incomes to, you know, support the cost of living. So so in regards to um, finding um, a job, because my university course then went online, so I would be doing it from home Mm. for, for a year. So I was just scrolling through Facebook um, one Saturday night and I found I found an advert from Twinkle which were looking for five video content creators for a trial um a trial period of six months yeah I was like I don't know what that is that sounds quite interesting you know and during lockdown I made videos for my kids I did storytelling for my local theater company I'm just gonna give it a go I'm just gonna apply Amazing. See what happens yeah. And so I applied, I got the job and, and um, my six months temporary contract turned into three years later wow. <laughs> on a permanent contract and working with different departments. So it, it was just, it was kind of by chance, really, things happened um, to me. And and it was really ironic because doing my psycholinguistics degree, I really thought I would go down one road. But three yeah. years later, I've actually gone down a completely different one. And it's 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 very exciting as well, because a lot of things that have happened to me have happened by chance and opportunity. And yeah. and one door leads to another door opening. And that's how my my voiceover work came about as well. And and what's and what's quite interesting. And can I just say doing my full time masters, yeah. working full time at Twinkle and I self published two children's books at the same time as well. And I was still less stressed and yeah. less tired then for my full-time teaching job mm. that's mad isn't it absolutely. like something's gone wrong there absolutely <laughs> it's really important you mentioned that you know the the first door you took wasn't the one you ended up you know walking no. walking through down through whatever my mixed metaphor is trying to say then but it's really true because what we particularly what we need what we think we want when we first leave can be so different once we've had time to actually decompress and to reassess yeah. what's important to us. Because we it can be quite a reactive thing when we're burnt out and our systems yeah. and shut down and just needs that quiet yeah. healing. And that's where the study, I think, is really, um, really tempting, isn't it, to go and retrain because it's calm yeah, and structured. So. And yeah, fantastic. So look, we hear a lot about... Um, content creation in terms of resource writing like pdfs games etc but less of the video creation until like yeah. Oak academy came out in lockdown started seeing much more of it so what does your day-to-day look like then leanne um it's it's a little bit random uh my my day-to-day to be honest um and it depends on what my um kind of priorities are as well so obviously I work i work flexi and i do freelance as well so every day can be different depending on what i've got up to so I like to have quiet mornings I think because I spent 10 years as a teacher just being mad every morning Um, so it's so nice having the luxury of making my breakfast having a quiet cup of tea and not rushing which is amazing so then I would spend a few hours um, planning filming editing new content so I I make content for quite a few of Twinkle's YouTube channels and the website um, or I make videos for the website as well Mm -hmm. 
Um, lots of dog walks as well, which I never was able to do. I wasn't able to have a dog when I was a teacher because I was never yeah, at home. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I, I get to eat my lunch um, at my desk or on the sofa with my laptop so I upload and catch up on admin and emails and in the afternoon it's normally a couple of meetings and then planning for the next day um so it's, it's quite a lovely chilled chilled job to do mm. um if I have a voiceover job come in um I'll spend dedicated or required time on that recording but then because I work flexi time I can juggle my hours around later that evening or the weekend so it works really well. And even when um, I was promoting my my little children's books, if I did a school visit or I did an assembly, um, I would then spend the main bulk of the day doing that. Um, but then I, I was able to catch up on my hours in the evening and the weekends. When I was doing my master's, that was that was fun because I was doing that in the day. And then in the evening, I was writing my um, essays and planning my um, presentation. <laughs> so it was a few crazy months. And then my dissertation hit as well. So that was wow. fun. But um, but I enjoyed every minute because it was different. It was new. It was it was challenging. And I was I was happy. So every day I, I just wake up and I don't have that, you know, the dreaded Sunday night dread that we used to have and oh. oh I haven't marked these books I haven't planned this I haven't done that and it's lovely it's it's a really fresh fresh new beginning yeah yeah it doesn't sound like you're um struggling working remotely then because I think a lot of particularly early as teachers they they're not quite sure if they can give up that that mm. contact and that interaction but you're you're all right with that by the sounds of it yeah I mean I've it's not been too bad for me to be honest um I've been quite lucky like lots of lots of my friends and ex-work colleagues are all still in the teaching profession um so I've been invited in quite a lot to um do live storytelling or to do assemblies or to do the occasional cover um lesson for them as well and so I still get my little kind of oh I love that part of the job I love being with the little ones and I love teaching but I don't have to have any of the other horrible bits that that went with it as well and I think it was so nice to have that moment of silence in a new opportunity as well I've done it for three years now so because I do the freelance and I get to work with different people and working at Twinkle as well you get given um, you're put on a team and everyone is so lovely and so friendly and I've become so close to the the girls on my team um I'd, I'd say now that they're some of my close friends and I've only ever met them in person once yeah um but we we have team calls um every day you are online you've always got people to speak to so it's I've never felt isolated in the yeah. three years I've been doing this so I think I'm quite fortunate in that sense fantastic fantastic so how did the voiceover work come about then was that a direct result of the content creation at Twinkle what happened there well, it's quite random. Before I was a teacher, I was a children's theatre actress. So I've always done voices and characters and stories and and getting into roles. Probably I was good as a reception teacher. I just used to play with them. Um, so it was quite easy for me to audition for things. And when I started work at Twinkle, um, Twinkle Kids TV were looking for voiceovers for a new cartoon they were doing. And my husband is also um, an actor as well, a teacher and an actor, the classic. Um, <laughs> and he had invested he'd invested in lots of sound equipment. So I had all the equipment there and I sent off my audition to Twinkle Kids TV and I got the part of Squirrel in Tree Topics, which is a kind of I have seen it on your Facebook page, Jan. It's, re- it's really good fun watching your show. <laughs> 
but it was it was it was so good I loved doing it and um and I just found I was good at it and I really enjoyed it and there was a, another girl I worked with on the cartoon who did audiobooks and I thought oh, that's quite interesting I might I might have a go at that so I uploaded some of my um demo reels to uh, a website called ACX which do um audiobooks yeah so I did a children's book on there and then I did my own one as well. I recorded my own children's book. And then um, I just put my my uh, my showreels and photos and CVs on a few platforms, a few casting agencies. And then work started to come in yeah. miraculously. Um, and I got I got an agent last year. And um, so now I've been freelancing for nearly two years and I've done films, commercials, um, cartoons, corporate projects. And again, because it's it's freelance and you can um, fit it in with your normal job, I can do it from home. I have a little recording studio. Um, it works really well. So I kind of fell into it and just found I I loved it. I loved doing it. So that's something I thought I would never, I would never do like three years ago. I didn't even think about that. So now it's something I'm really wanting to pursue more in the future amazing because there are there will be certain members listening to this thing oh, I could never do that and others that will be getting very excited at the idea of recording things and yeah. a, little, a little you know show reel together fantastic fantastic <laughs> so what do you most enjoy about the roles now the combination of roles what are you enjoying most about it all oh wow um I think like I've said um the flexibility is amazing. You have the time to invest in your passion projects, in your interests. And I love working from home as well. Um, when I was a full, both me and my husband are full-time teachers and all I ever wanted was a little dog. And as soon as I worked from home, we were able to get our little dog. So I spend a lot of time going on lovely walks and, and playing with him. Um, so that was a huge, a huge pull um, for me doing this job. And in all honesty as well, it's the creative freedom I get. Mm. Um, the job I'm doing um, at Twinkle, I am I do a lot of educational content and what trends and what I think teachers and parents will want to see. So I bring ideas to the table and my team are very supportive. So they're like, yeah, go for it. Go and go and make that content and see what happens. Whereas I found as a primary school teacher, it wow. was quite restrictive yeah. in that sense. Um when I first started, I mean, I've worked in some wonderful, wonderful schools um, where they're um, especially like, yes, you know, do the Christmas production, um, write your own assemblies, do what you want on this. And then I just found over the years, it just got it got kind of squashed a little bit more. And it was very much like, no, you need to follow this scheme of work. And um, that's a great idea, but that doesn't tick that box. So this new way of working, my new um, working life as such is so much better for me personally yeah. so that's that's what the pull was for me it was getting it was getting me back it was yeah. getting that creativity back and you've got the energy to do the other things so I think often when we see the jobs at the education resource companies they are a bit of a pay cut and it oh, is yeah. that yeah. financial planning isn't it and weighing up whether you can tutor etc but I, I hope it will be reassuring you know you saying actually I still had energy left over to do the extra yeah. things as well Honestly, absolutely, because it 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 is scary going yeah. out there, and you budget, you know, in a household for x amount of money, you get a certain amount of income. And um, when I left teaching, um, and especially when I went into full time uni, um, I did take a huge drop in yeah. pay. And we just we adapted, we just adapted, and we were like, look, we don't 
We don't need um, some of the luxuries that we've been just taking for granted. You don't need it. If this is what you want to do, we can do it. And my husband as well, he's he's looking to eventually leave teaching. He wants to pursue his acting dream. And I'm I'm a great champion for for taking a risk, taking a chance. You you never know what will happen. Mm. Um, and with like I said, with the job I'm doing, I have more time. I have more energy. Um, you can do you can freelance in what you enjoy and what you think you're good at. You can put things out there. You can you can write your own little books. You can market yourself. And it gives you the freedom and flexibility to do that as well. And I found now with with the job I do as a content creator and with my my freelance work as well, on top of that, I'm actually making up my old teaching salary most months. Brilliant. And if I didn't take that risk, if I didn't make that leap and make the sacrifices at the beginning, I, I wouldn't be having that today. Yeah. I'm so glad I did it. So for anyone out there worrying, you can, you can do it. Absolutely. And teaching's always there, isn't it? It's like they're not going to, you know, schools are not going <laughs> to ever say, oh, no, we've got yeah. too many teachers. I know some people want to say in certain parts of the country, but the, most of the part, in the reality, we're always going to be able to get back in if we really do you're need always to. a teacher. That's the thing. You're always a teacher. And, you know, people people need us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So any top tips then? Yeah, I think we've you know spoken around the motivation and, um, yeah, taking those risks on, and maybe, you know, opening doors and different opportunities, even if they don't initially look like... Yeah they're going to be the exact right fit to start with but any other um you know top tips for teachers that are where you were just thinking I don't think I can do this for another year let alone you know 10 years what would you recommend I would say um keep your eye open take every opportunity that comes your way even if you think I can't do this I have no idea what to do um I my motto is take a chance make that leap because sometimes your exit plan might not go as expected but it might lead you towards something you never even thought you could do before so for example I did a master's in psycholinguistics thinking I'll go into speech and language and I'll go eventually back into schools and do that instead I'm I'm creating social media content and working as a voiceover in my spare room and and I couldn't be happier as well I think you only have one life Fill it with opportunities and experience. Mm. Always be on the lookout. Talk to people. Anyone that's putting something out there. Hey, anyone fancy this or try this? Go for it. What can you lose? You will not lose anything. Brilliant. Brilliant. Are you still writing the children's books? You're still self-publishing? We haven't really spoken much about that. But is that still going on for you? Yeah, I, I really want to do another one, actually. I've done two children's books. I did one in 2020 during lockdown called The Busy Bugs. Yeah. And that did really well. I did um, the illustration. Again, I, I upskilled myself and I taught myself how to um, illustrate it, to upload it. I wrote it all myself and market it myself as well. So I did that. And then the following Christmas, I did The Sad Santas, which was an original Christmas story based <laughs> on a family tradition. Amazing. Um, so... I, I did two of my little books and I'm actually doing um, a couple of world book day visits as well this year with those books, but um, I need a new one. I would love to actually, I'm going to try and set myself a goal this year to write Aww. another one because it's so enjoyable and it's, and it's lovely sharing your work and your ideas. And my first book, the busy bugs actually came from um, my reception class ideas. We actually came up with together in class so it was lovely to publish that and then say to all my the the children I used to teach and their families, look, I've done it. Like, can oh, I have a look at my book? 
And it was really lovely. And I had so much support from my old school communities that really helped me with my self-publishing and getting my book out there. I was really, really lucky. And even now they're like, do you want to come in and do um, World Book Day? And I was like, it's two years old now, the book. Are you still interested? (laughs) Like, yeah. So I would love to, to do another one soon as well. Brilliant, brilliant. I think we've probably all got a children's book in us, haven't we? My son yeah. and I write yeah. a lot of them at bedtime and yeah, making exactly. notes. Howard House Publishing, it's it's plan B. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, Leanne is in the Facebook group. So if you've got any questions about either moving into um, you know, educational resource publishing, all the voiceover work, all the self-publishing, um, I'm sure she'll be more than happy to answer any questions as well. Thank you so much for your time. What a light, so happy picture outside the classroom you paint for us today. <laughs> That's Believe really... in yourself, you can do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you are you doing, walking the dog and um, having a nice relaxed meeting with a cup of tea. Definitely selling it to me. So thanks so much, Leah. I really appreciate your time. You're so welcome. Take care. Take care. You've been listening to the Adventures After Teaching podcast with Joanne Howard. If you found this episode inspiring, please do like and share with other teachers. If you'd like to hear even more Adventures After Teaching, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to find out how the Adventures After Teaching Academy program can help you create your next career, head over to adventuresafterteaching.com.